Alpha Omega. You are worthy of our praises today. You are worthy of our praises today. Alpha Omega. You are worthy of our praises today. You are worthy of our praises today. You are worthy of my praises today. You are worthy of my praises today. Jesus, your name. Is a miracle. Your name is a comforter. Your name is a mighty God. Jesus. Lord Almighty, I give you praise today and I worship your majesty for there is none like unto you. Able God, faithful God, reliable God, dependable God, God of all glory, the Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the patriarchs. I lift you high and I worship you. The glory of Israel, I bow before you and I acknowledge you. Holy Spirit, I come to you. Give me access into the presence of the Almighty. And let it be, O God, that your Spirit, Father, will come upon me. And the power of the highest will rest upon me, Lord, enabling grace to minister life and power unto your people. Release unto me today. I receive grace and I receive the unction of the living God. I shall speak as the oracle of the Lord, as the mouthpiece of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will speak by me and I shall honor the name of the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I give you glory. And I magnify thee, I commit all my listeners unto you, that your mighty influence, your sweet influence, will affect them positively. You shall be richly blessed according to your purpose in the name of Jesus. Thank you, tremendous Lord. Forever and ever we shall be grateful to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. Amen. I am reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, the first three verses. Wherefore, seeing we also pass about with great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the was set before him, endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of god verse 3 for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself lest ye be wearied and faint and faint in your minds hallelujah looking unto jesus this is the theme of this message looking up unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, the scripture made us to take note of the fact that Jesus himself is the savior of mankind. Jesus is the savior of mankind. And that's why everybody 
that wants to be saved, that want to enjoy the eternal glory and the life of God, must look up unto Jesus. He's our example. He's our helper. He's our savior. He saved mankind. In the book of Romans chapter 3, Romans chapter 3, if you consider verses 23, 24, and 25, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 24, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God had set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will discover man sinned and fell short of the glory of God. All that is of man, I mean mankind, you know, since man fell through Adam, destruction has come, perdition has come, separation from the living God. So in essence, to enjoy God, it has to be that you, yourself, you will yield to God. Look up unto Jesus. He is the only one that can set you free. The Bible declares that Jesus is our Savior. He is the Lord that came to seek and to save. He is the Savior. If you look at the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 1, verse 10, if you consider that, you will discover that the Son of Man came to seek, not to look for, and to save. To deliver mankind from destruction, from sin, from the power of hell. You see, the devil has come to destroy, to kill, and to steal. But Jesus life. So if you look up unto him, it means you'll be saved. You will enjoy the salvation that God's infinite mercies, you know, release unto mankind. Out of his own forbearance, he gave his own son. What a, what a love. Man sinned against God, but it was still God that provided the lamb for the sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb. He, gave, he freely gave his son to us, that whosoever might believe in the son might not perish, but shall have eternal life. So there is nothing you can do without Jesus. Jesus had declared that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. So it is important for you to draw near Jesus. Stop playing games. Stop playing hide and seek. Stop deceiving yourself. Jesus is the Savior. Religion is just playing games, playing on your intelligence. Religion is not the way out. Sin came through a man, and through a man, salvation came unto mankind. He gave himself over. He surrendered his life. For all have sinned, all sinned, and the glory, man lost glory. But Jesus came back, according to the purpose of God, in the mercies of God, Jesus, the Son of God, was released. He was given for mankind that through him, that glory that we have lost, might be restored, so that man can be crowned with glory again. If you are conscious of what Hebrews chapter 2, 9 and 10 says, you will discover that Jesus suffered in order to bring many sons, many, as many that will believe him, many sons unto glory. So the glory that you lost, 
It is in Jesus that it can be restored to you. No other way. Not by your efforts, not your religion, not anything that can turn your fortune around. It is only in Jesus. That's why you need to look up unto him. He's our substitute lamb. He was given to be the propitiation for our sins. He was sacrificed so that our sins may be blotted. It is our faith in his blood that can redeem us from our sins. The precious blood of Jesus is the blood of remission. Without the shedding of his blood, there is no remission of sins. So if we can have faith in his blood, then we will enjoy remission of sins that are past. That's through the forbearance of God. God had to, you know, take it to himself. Well, there's no other way, so let me do it. Let me offer. You know, at his own expense, he gave his son. Hallelujah. So it is important for you and I to take note of the fact that there are a lot of things that the enemy has put in place that is easily making people to fall away from God. You know, Satan is always looking for an opportunity to cut you off from God, that you might not have faith in God, but you need to have faith. Your faith in God is dependent on what Jesus said. Just I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. So no one can connect to heaven, can connect to Jesus. Religion is of this world. And it starts from the world and ends with this world. But if you want the eternal blessing of God, the divine blessing of God, it has to be that you go through Jesus because in him was life. And he's the one that was given for the salvation of mankind. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Your belief in him, your trust in him. If you look at John chapter 1, verse 12, he said, if you look at verse number 11, John chapter 1, verse 11. Let me, let me read verse 11 so that you will get what I'm trying to say. I want to emphasize some few things. Praise God. Verse 11. He said, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. People that ought to receive Jesus, they said no to him. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. So there is a necessity for you to believe on his name. There is a necessity for you to trust in him and have faith in his blood. Because it is this blood that can wipe away your sins. We are easily you know, beset with sins. Sins are common. It's a common thing. It's a common phenomenon. Sin. It is easy to commit sin. To get out of sin is not easy. It has to take the grace of God. It's only by the grace of God that you can overcome sin. So if you want to overcome sin, then you come to Jesus. Look up unto him. Establish yourself in him. Wait on him. He's our perfect example. You don't have to follow anybody. No religious leader is perfect, but Jesus is. So if you look up unto Jesus, if you look unto him, you wait on him, definitely. You, see, you will be free. Look at Hebrews again, verse 12, chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also, you and I, are compassed about with so great witnesses. There are a lot of things witnessing against us that we are not God's people. Satan is there. The world is there. Your, even your own conscience is there. Your spirit man is always there. You know, a lot of demons, a lot of people that we want to condemn you so that you will not have hope of eternity, so that you will want to do anything. That this world is the hand of man, that when you die, you just die like that. There's no 
you know, afterlife. No, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lie from the pit of hell. The devil is willing to make you to be ignorant, you know, ignorant of the, the, the purpose of God, the counsel of God, the power of God. So even you are ignorant, you can't get anything because you, you think, you know, like other people. Some people, people will say there is no God, but there is God. I said there is God. God is self-existent. He now said, yeah, let us lay aside every weight. There are a lot of things weighing us down. A lot of, you know, atrocities, a lot of things that people do. People make you to, to be unhappy. They want to lord it upon you. They want to offend you. They want to, you know, make you sad at all times. There are a lot of things, a lot of confusion, a lot of condemnation. But whoever believes in Jesus shall not be condemned, but shall be justified. When you have faith in the blood of Jesus, you justified. You'll be taken care of. Your sins will no longer be able to speak against you. Look at this. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Wonderful. There are a lot of things that are set to, to make us, you know, forsake the, the, the movement to heaven. Because this earth is a passage. You came and you will leave this world one day. Your spirit and soul will go back to the maker. Now, there is a race set before you. So you need to run this race with patience. The race, Christianity is a race. It's a way of life that you have to continue. So you have seen people race before. If they do not finish, they have no glory. They have no re reward. But when you continue therein, you are not competing with anybody. You are competing with yourself. You are not competing. Christianity is not a, a race of competition. But it's a way of life that you have to follow is it, to make heaven, to be in the presence of God, to serve God, to live forever in eternity with God, in pleasure, in, in, in a way that your joy will continue forever. But if you feel that, you go to hell where there's condemnation, damnation, destruction, fire, brimstones, a lot of terrible things, you know, worms that will not die. You know, when a finger will burn for 1,000 years, imagine how big it be, how many years will it take your, your head to get burned. So in essence, it's going to be forever. That would be a thing. That's going to be a, a, a tragedy. So instead of, you know, giving yourself over to the world and the, the things of the world, because whoever gives himself to the world that loves the world and the things in the world has not the love of the Father. These are the weights that will not allow you to go on with the Father. Get yourself separated. Live a separated life. Be regenerated. Yield your heart to God. Set yourself, you know, apart from God, that you might be willing to love the Lord and serve Him. And this can be only done by the grace of Christ. It is His blood that can wash you clean. Now, look at verse number 2 here. He said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, our faith begins with Him and runs us with Him. So is the author and finisher. You know, you can't start and let go and you still expect that you'll be in eternity with God. No, you start with him because he's the alpha and the omega. is the beginning and is the ending. So it is important for you and I to yield to him, the one that we believe in, that he might uphold us. He said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. 
despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus came, he had to suffer for what he did not commit as an offense. He was not a sinner, but he was made sin for the sinners. He, he, he took our place, he is our substitute lamb. He was taken to be the one that would bear our suffering. Sometimes I, I preach about the body bearer. He came to bear our body. He came to stand in our stead, to be, to be beaten, to, to suffer, so that we might be exonerated, that we might be separated from destruction, that we might be favored, that the mercy of God may work upon us. This is something that is unique. And I pray that you will be able to yield unto him. Look up to him. There's a joy waiting for you. You say, whatever you are going through now, it doesn't matter. You say, when Jesus was suffering, he endured it. And indeed, he made it. Because there was a glory waiting for him. And he's now set down at the right hand of the throne of God in splendor, in majesty. At the right hand of power, interceding for us. He's glorified already. Hallelujah. Jesus, I celebrate you. So if you consider him, who endures such contradiction of sinners against himself? You see, the contradiction, the trouble that sinners should have borne, he was the one that bear it. You know, this Jesus is so, 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 so wonderful that he took our, our problem. He bore our sorrow so that we might not bear any sorrow any longer. I want to pray that God himself will open your eyes to see that you need Jesus. I tell you, everybody needs Jesus. If you want to make it, if you want to have any interaction with God, any uh, communion with God, you want to have fellowship with God, if you want to be with God at the end of your life, you have to start with Jesus and continue therein in Him unto the end because He's the author and finisher of our faith. Minus Jesus, there's nothing good that can come out of your life. You can't make heaven if you are not on the Lord's side. Not yielded yourself to Jesus, you go nowhere. I pray that you will open your ears and your eyes will see so that you might look up unto Jesus. As you hear this message, I pray that God by his mercies, by the power of his grace, will turn your heart unto the Lord so that you might repent from all unrighteousness so that his precious blood will wash away your sins because his blood is the blood of remission. To come to terms with Jesus. And I pray be saved from sin. There's nothing else that you cannot gain from God. So if you can afford to wait on the Lord, looking up unto Jesus, desirous of knowing Him and abiding in Him, that you might know Him and the power of resurrection, the fellowship of His suffering, that you might be made conformable unto Him, and so that you might be part of Him, so that you might be welcome in Him, so that at the end of your life you will not be a waste. I pray you will not be a castaway. There's an inheritance that is waiting for you. Now, I, I want us to look at the book of First Peter. First Peter. And I'm reading six verses. Permit me. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, and probably Africa. Two, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanction of the Spirit, 
unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Take note of that. You are chosen. And that's why you are hearing this message. You are chosen. A for knowledge of God. God knew you before. That's why the, this message is coming to you. He said, "Is our Father? Is the Father of all spirits?" He said, "It is through the sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience. You need to walk in obedience, 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 unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus. All you need to do is turn to the Lord, repent from all unrighteousness, yield your life to Him, and He will make your life a, a glorious one. He will set you apart." Peace will be multiplied unto you. Grace will be multiplied unto you. When you come to times, you know, through the sanctification of the Spirit, the, three, the Spirit of God will sanctify you. We bring you to a new level that you will be able to live for God and live right, so to say. In order that you will be able to walk in obedience to the counsel of God, following the statutes of the living God, living according to His counsel, walking in all His ways, obeying His word, then peace will be multiplied unto you. You will have grace because the blood of Jesus, that blood of sprinkling, will wash away your, your sins. The, the past sins were read from uh, Hebrews. The sins that were past. See, it is the blood of Jesus that will wash them away. Because Jesus indeed has set himself to be the propitiation for our sins according to the forbearance of God. God wanted a way of setting man free from sin because sin is deadly sin is darkness anybody living in sin a sinner is separated from god eternally until you come to jesus it is the death of jesus that reconciled us with the father go and look at romans chapter 5 you know it is by his death that we were reconciled so anybody that will believe in him and trust in him and call upon him he will be saved. Say, as many that will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you call upon the name of Jesus, your religion doesn't matter. Turn to the Lord and you will be saved. The Lord is willing to save you. There's an inheritance that is waiting for you. Let me read First Peter chapter 1. I read verse number 6. Say, blessed, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of jesus christ we were born in sin i was conceived in sin you are conceived in sin in iniquity we were brought forth and so we were separated from god but through jesus i tell you through jesus through jesus according to the abundant mercies of god we were becoming you know children of god again anybody that believes in jesus will be given power to become the child of god to become the sons and daughters of god so if you will believe in jesus and trust in him and hand over your life to him then definitely definitely i say you will enjoy the life that is in christ you become a child of god you are begotten you become a, a new individual you you are changed you are regenerated you you have opportunity to serve the lord you have a live a lively hope a living by the resurrection of jesus because jesus rose from the grave you know by his death i said the other time that we are reconciled with the Father. And by His resurrection, back to life, that life in Him, that power of resurrection, saved us that we are children of God. And the blood of Jesus washes away our sins. No more sin. It's as if you had never committed sin before. When you come to Jesus, and you are, you know, your sins are remitted, 
by the precious blood of the Lamb, you are granted access into the presence of you are now a child of God and you have peace with God. God be praised. Hallelujah. So it is important that you take note of it that God is now giving us a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ because he rose from the grave. The dead, that you know, that the spirit of death could not hold him back. The grave could not hold him back. You know, he was not suffered to, to see corruption. He didn't, corru you know, corruption had no power upon him. This Jesus, oh, wonderful. He died, yet he rose the third day because the power of the grave, the power of hate and hell could not withhold him. His bones were not broken, broken, and he did not suffer corruption. Glory to God. Now, why did he do that? Look at verse 4, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. To us, he said, God be blessed, God be praised for giving us Jesus so that we might have an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. If only you come to Jesus, so you believe in Jesus and trust in him and you are washed by his blood. It is then that you have, you know, to partake. You'll be a partaker of this inheritance that is incorruptible. The corrupt cannot inherit incorruption. You see, incorrupt, this, the, 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 the corrupt things cannot inherit the incorrupt. You see, the kingdom of God, the inheritance is incorruptible. So if you are corrupt, you can't receive this blessing that we are talking about. And this world is full of corruption. When you are not saved, you are corrupt. Because you are conceived in sin and in iniquity you are brought forth. So it's a matter of your, your birth. But if you are born again, you are regenerated. If you are born of God, then that issue of corruption is cut off from you. And by the sanctification of the Spirit, you'll be able to live a kind of regenerated life, a new life that glorifies God. The newness of, that will be released upon you will make you to live without sin. You can, by the grace of Christ. The Spirit of God can help you. He is holy. And if He dwells in you, and you are yielding to Him, He cannot lead you to commit sin. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God, living right, justified, and granted access to the presence of God all the time. When you observe what God has designed for you, you walk in all His statutes, you obey Him, you obey His command, you go by His word, you obey His word, you live according to the counsels of God, then definitely Satan will have no power over you when you are under the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. I pray that God, who has prepared this good inheritance for you, will keep you to the end. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 5 says, Who are kept by the power of God. It is the power of God through faith unto salvation. Read, revealed in the last time. It is the power of God that can keep you and I to continue to live according to the works of salvation that Jesus has done for us. Ready to be revealed. There is a salvation that will be revealed to us at the end of You are saved by grace if you are saved. And you are being saved every day. Each time you hear the word of God, there is something for you to amend in your life. There is something for you to turn away from. And as long as you are doing that, you are yielding to the word of God. You are being saved on a daily basis. As long as the word of God is impacting onto you and the spirit of God is convincing you and convicting you of certain things, 
you know, bringing to you that you should turn to righteousness. I pray that God will give you this grace. God will keep you by his power through your faith in Christ Jesus unto salvation. The last thing that will happen. Because it's only when you endure to the end that you will enjoy salvation in Christ. I pray that this will be your portion in the name of Jesus. He said, ready to be revealed in the last time. We are moving towards the last time. The end of time we are in. We are in, ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. The trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. When Jesus shall appear, you will have opportunity because the power of God will keep you and the power of God will equip you, will empower you to go with him. See, there is a life, eternal life, that will make you to meet up with the Lord in the sky. You will catch, you know, he will catch you up in the sky. I pray that you will not miss this. Please continue to look out unto Jesus. You need Jesus. He is the author and finisher of our faith. If you claim that you love God and you know God, you have faith in God, and you are not connected to Jesus, you are a liar. You are lying. Because this is the purpose that everybody that will come to God must know Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's talking about your salvation. Let me, let me show you something. In the book of Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30. He said there are a lot of things we desire of the Lord to have. If you can look up unto Jesus, not running after things, or running after people, or desiring to sign one cover, to belong to one group or the other before you get them. No, you don't need all those things. Come with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 30. I'm reading, reading uh, verses uh, 18 and 19 by the grace of God. And therefore will the Lord, that he may be gracious unto you. I'm talking to you. And therefore will he be exalted in your life, that he may have mercy upon you. God is waiting. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. So if you wait on him, you will look up unto him. You are waiting. You are desiring that your will come from him. Your lifting will come from him. Your blessing will come from him. Verse 19. Say, For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Whatever is your heart desire, the Lord Almighty will answer thee. He will deliver you from the power of the enemy. Just wait on him. Trust in him. Look up unto him. He's our helper. He will help you. He, he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He doesn't forsake his own. He's a faithful and reliable one. So all you need to do is just wait on him. No. This Jesus that we are talking of, you know, we are talking about is God. He is the one giving the unto mankind. God freely gave him unto us that if we will turn to him, we will have access to the Father. He is the one that reconciles man back to God. Man had fallen away, but through Jesus we are reconciled. So this ministry of reconciliation is to encourage you, is to persuade you to yield your life to Jesus. And everything to him. He will set you apart for his glory. And you know, he is waiting. I tell you, the Lord is waiting. 
is waiting for you. Say, and therefore will the Lord wait. He's waiting on daily basis, waiting. Before your time passes, before it is too late. Because it might be too late. You know, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of your provision. God is going to make things work out well for you. As long as you can wait on the Lord. The Lord is waiting on you. He's waiting that you will come to Him. That He may be gracious unto you. God wants to show you grace. He wants to release graces upon you. No, that He wants to grace your life so that you can be a blessing to yourself and to your generation. And you can stand out to glorify Him. Hallelujah. You know, say, and therefore will He be exalted. I believe in your life. The Lord will exalted in your life. And therefore, when He's exalted, Everybody will see it that you belong to God. So it is important that you and I will yield our lives to Him. He is faithful. Surely, the, the Lord is so ready, is willing. He will be gracious to you. He's willing to bring you to a new level, to be exalted. He's, he will be exalted. You know, people will come around to glorify Him for what He will do for you. He said he, that He may have mercy upon you. Where the enemy has been oppressing you, where you have been intimidated, mercy will speak for you. God is the Lord God of judgment. He will judge your enemies. He will lead them into captivity. Who has been leading you to captivity? You know, he will bless you as you wait on him. He will deliver you from the power of the enemy. Therefore, the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more, I tell you. That weeping will be over. Is it weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your joy shall begin to flow. Instead of mourning, instead of weeping, it shall be season of joy. 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 Is joy will fill your heart. Is it the, the, the world is full of tribulations? Jesus even declared it that we will see tribulations, we will see troubles. There will be famine. There will be you know pandemic. There are a lot of epidemic this is a lot of terrible things that will happen but yet that he has conquered the world that you should be cheerful take note of it whatsoever you are going through now be cheerful jesus has suffered in your stead and he has destroyed the power that is tormenting you so you have victory god is saying that you shall weep no more and i say to you as well i echo it that you shall weep no more he will be very gracious to you, not small. He's going to be plenteous. Unto thee are the voice of thy cry. So what you need to do is you will cry unto God. You will call upon him. Because our help comes from him. Ask and it shall be given to you. So your voice must glide unto him. Talk to God. Says, Lord, I trust in you. I look up unto you. Let my help come. Is that my our help come from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth? You know, by Jesus all things were made. So if you look unto him, if and you can cry unto him, lift up your voice unto the Lord, you cry unto the Lord, you pray unto the Lord, then he will answer thee. Say, when he shall hear it, he will answer thee. So all you need to do is just make up your mind to call upon the name of the Lord. He will answer you. God is willing, is waiting to hear your voice. Stop crying. Stop murmuring. Stop grumbling. Talk to God. Turn to the Lord. He will answer you. When He hear you, He will answer you. Hallelujah. So if you desire, you know, that the Lord should help you, call upon Him. He's waiting to hear you. 
is going to be very gracious to you. He has just said it. And the Bible says in Psalm 34, verse 5, said they looked up unto him. Everyone, everyone that looks up unto the Lord, he will hail. 34, verse 5. Let me read for you. He said, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. You will be lightened. Your burden shall be removed. Your trouble shall be carried away. Your sorrow shall be turned into joy. No more mourning. He said, and their faces were not ashamed. There shall be no form of shame. Any form of shame in your life shall give way to peace and glory, to joy, eternal joy. Your joy shall be lasting. I pray you will have the fullness of joy. If you can look up unto Jesus, take it to God in prayer. Hand over your issue to the Lord. He is willing. He is willing. And take note of it. God who could freely give us his son. There's nothing else that he cannot give to us. There's nothing else. In the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He said, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So if you can talk to God, if you can pray to God, you can have a communion with God, you have a fellowship with him and make your request known to him. Definitely. As he hears, he will do. You know, he said in the book of Numbers, chapter 14, verse 28, he said, As I hear in my ears, so shall it be done to you. You know, whatever you are able to declare to God, if it is to favor yourself, you know, then God will hear it. But if you are disqualifying yourself, you are bringing disaster upon yourself with your own mouth, so be it. But I pray and persuade you that you will talk to God and seek his face, that he will turn your level around, he will turn your situation around, and his glory shall be established in you. You will have reasons to rejoice. Can we pray? Hallelujah. I pray that this wonderful time you have had in the presence of God will bring blessings untold, the kind of blessing you have never seen before. Your salvation will be established. The Lord will be glorified in you. As you turn to Him today, I pray that He will save you. Pray after me. Say, My Father and my God, thank you because you have given Jesus for me. Therefore, today I receive Jesus and I believe in His blood. Let His blood wash me clean and I look up unto Him for all that I need in life and I believe that He will supply. Jesus, I pray that you will deliver me from sin, from the world, from the power of darkness and set me free and make me to be a son of God. Give me the power to become the son of God. I believe on your name and I pray that from today I am yours. Let it please you, God, that you will put an end to the sorrow in my life. You put an end to the troubles of my life. That you will make me a new individual. Set me apart for your glory. And let the name of the Lord be glorified in me. Lord, I am looking up unto you. And I know you do, do not put to shame. Let me not be put to shame. I want to partake of the inheritance and glory. Lord, that you will give me and favor me. That I might be a partaker of your life. And I want to be with you in heaven. The place that has been reserved for all those that are saved. I want to be a partaker. Lord, lead me through. And I pray that it will be well with me. 
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray for you today that God will save you, save, save you from sins. He will deliver you from all unrighteousness. He will equip you and give you ability. He will be gracious unto you that you might be able to live for him and abide in him all the days of your life. And it shall be well with you. I pray that you will be delivered from the powers of darkness. Anything tormenting you shall no longer have the capacity over your life. For you will reign with Christ. The power and the spirit of God will take over your affairs and the name of the Lord shall be glorified in you. Go ahead and succeed. I pray as you look up unto Jesus, your life will change your issues, will be addressed and the name of the Lord shall be glorified. Congratulations as the Lord will touch your life and make you a good example unto many people and the glory shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Thank you eternal God because you have hearkened to us. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. I look up to receive you.